my name is Father Ted Trinko. I'm a contemplative priest of the Incarnate Word, serving in Emmitsburg, Maryland, in the United States. Today is December 21st, 2023, Thursday, in the final week of Advent. The Gospel today for December 21st comes from the Gospel of Luke, and it recounts the visitation. Mary set out in those days and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how did this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believe that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. Two words about Mary from the Bible describe most of our lives in these final days before Christmas. In haste. We run in haste to the mall, to the post office, the grocery store. In haste, we rush to office parties and pageants. We pack the bags in the car, race to get the house clean and ready. It's only 24 days in the month to fit everything in before Christmas, so all must be done with haste. While the month of December has moments of joy, for many, words like stressed and overwhelmed more adequately describe the norm. And this is no way for a believer to prepare for Christmas. There is much popular wisdom which condemns rushing around. A Christian philosopher once said that the key to a healthy soul was to eliminate haste from our lives. And there's many worn out phrases which remind us of this. Uh, haste makes waste. Slow and steady wins the race. God made time, but man made haste. Others, you know, other expressions express this mentality more eloquently. Wisely and slow, they stumble that run fast, said Shakespeare in Romeo and Juliet. People forget how fast you did a job, but they remember how well you did it, said a German philosopher. And finally, Soren Kierkegaard said, Most men pursue pleasure with such breathless haste that they hurry past it. In the Catholic tradition, we have St. Francis de Sales who told us that a job well done is done fast enough. There's a good amount of wisdom in slowing down and pausing to recollect oneself during the day's work. After all, we don't want to burn out because we're in such a hurry. Now, despite all that, despite the goodness of taking our time, of avoiding that frantic pace of life, the gospel describes Mary as going in haste to the hill country of Judah. Now, if Mary lived a sinless life, it cannot be that she was doing something imperfect at that moment. So, she teaches us that haste can be good at times. The shepherds, on Christmas night, are said to make haste to see the newborn king in Bethlehem. The Lord commands Zacchaeus to make haste and come down from his treetop perch in Jericho. Saints tend not to be afflicted with the agility of a snail. It's not sufficient to do what God asks of us. We must also do it the way God asks 
of us. So the shepherds, for example, they would not be acting virtuously if they calmly finished their nighttime rest and then sauntered over to Bethlehem without any kind of hurry to see, to see the newborn king of the Jews. If Zacchaeus had taken his sweet time coming down to Jesus, that would not have been very commendable. Or thinking about maybe more less biblical examples, children in a family who delay obeying their parents need to be corrected even if they eventually do what they're asked. Sure, it's better to eventually do the right thing than never do it, better late than never, but the best thing to do is to do the good thing and do it promptly. So there is a good kind of haste which is demonstrated by Our Lady of the Visitation. And so we want to distinguish the bad from the good. The, the bad kind of haste is known by many names, uh, rushing around, going breakneck speed, a frantic pace. And we can be guilty of this bad kind of haste for different reasons, such as because of what we're trying to quickly accomplish. We might be trying to quickly do something which isn't really worth this kind of effort, such as quickly get more money or quickly rise the ranks in our profession or, you know, quickly get to that event, uh, quickly do things that'll help us to have a better image. So, for example, you know, neglecting your children because you're trying to have an immaculately clean house or neglecting your prayer because you're trying to, like, finish up the, the Christmas uh, dinner. So what we're doing at times isn't deserving this kind of attention and effort and agility and quickness. The way we're doing something good might also be improper. So doing the right thing quickly, but you're stressed. You have this anxiety of mind. Or you're not being recollected. So you're doing the right thing. You're doing it quickly, but you're so fixated on doing it fast that you don't actually think about why you're doing it for the, for the love of God, for the love of your neighbor. Or being uncharitable to others while you're doing it. So you're rude, you're, you're sort of like bossing people around, you're being selfish as you're quickly doing something. So these are all bad kinds of haste. The good and healthy holy kind of haste looks different. We should quickly do God's will and not procrastinate obedience. So if we know it's God's will that we do this, that, or the other thing, we should get right to it. Or another example of good haste is getting quickly out of tempting circumstances, so quickly leaving the near occasion of sin. Or again, quickly going to confession after a serious fall, a mortal sin. Now ultimately, however, prudence will have to decide when to do something quickly and how quickly, or when we should do it immediately, and when it's God's will to do something later or with a more measured pace. So it might be God's will that you, for example, marry somebody, but you still need to do the marriage preparation. You can't, you don't just get married right away as soon as you discern that. Or again, we know it's God's will that we go to Mass on Christmas Day, on Monday, or at least in this Christmas Eve for the vigil. But that doesn't mean that we have to go to the very first Mass available on Christmas or the very first Mass on any given Sunday, and nor do we have to go speeding as fast as we can off to church. So, we want to be quick under certain circumstances, just like Our Lady was quickly going off to visit her relative Elizabeth at the visitation. But other times, like God himself, we want to take our time. He took centuries before he became man 
and saved us from our sins. And so we ask that Our Lady of the Visitation might pray for us that we might be able to prudently discern when to be quick, when to be very rapid in doing something, and when the Lord would ask us to bide our time or to do things with more calm and recollection. Our Lady of the Visitation, pray for us. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed hearing the Gospel and homily, I invite you to share it with someone you know who may also find it rewarding, and also to subscribe to the Catholic Voice channel. Please see in the description below if you would like to receive a text message for each daily Gospel and homily. Please also keep our missionary priests throughout the world in your prayers. Thank you, and God bless.